0: what's up y'all it's carolina takedown talk with ryan mitchell and rhett hoy a podcast presented by carolina's matt news we originally were going to talk about episode three women's wrestling in north carolina when we recorded that one we had some audio issues so we'll drop that one next week this week we'll talk about acc's socon and D2 Super Regionals. Enjoy. And we're here to talk about ACC's SOCONS and the Super Regional D2 that, uh, Super Regional that took place. It was a weekend full of some awesome college
1: action, rat. It was nuts. It was nuts. There, Twitter was blowing up every two seconds. Instagram was blowing up every two seconds. If you were a wrestling fan, you were in heaven this weekend. Uh, especially if you're a North Carolina wrestling fan. We had a bunch of guys competing at each level. Um, We had guys, you know, at SoCon, um, D2s, teams from North Carolina in D1. Awesome weekend of wrestling. Some massive, massive matches. Crazy, crazy finishes. um, Crazy results. Some history made. It it was awesome.
0: Yeah, man, it was sick. Let's start with ACC's. Let's start with ACC's. Well, kind of, um, cover them quickly i know some other media outlets like flow and um track intermat they're probably going to focus a lot on on the acc stuff and get that um stuff covered really well so let's just kind of talk about some of the things that jumped out to us from acc's first things first man nc state winning another acc title pat pop he's he's built it man it's super special going on there um what do you think about nc state's performance
1: if you watched the ACC tournament this weekend and you look at me right now and say that NC state is not gearing up for a push for a national title this year, I'd tell you, you're crazy. They are geared up and ready to go. They sent five to the finals and won all five.
0: Yeah. If, if if Iowa wasn't so freaking good this year, uh, I mean, NC state's right in the thick of things, right? I mean, they're definitely right now a trophy contender. I see them finishing anywhere from second to fourth. I, I mean, I don't know if they can go much lower than that. We'll see. I mean, you know, the national tournament is crazy and things happen, but they look good, man. All of their guys looked really good. Um, Pat pop. Number one, great recruiter. Number two, develops talent really well. Um, finds guys that fit his system really well. Um, so th- there they are win another another ACC title, and they did it at home in Raleigh, which is another cool thing is ACC's and SOCON's were in North Carolina this weekend. Um, so great time to be in North, like you said, North Carolina wrestling fam. So, so with uh, one, some of the matches, let's talk about some of the matches that jumped out to us. My, my big one um, that was kind of interesting for NC State was highly uh, uh, over Bolin. He finally got over the hump. He's, they Their matches are so close every single time, and Hadley finally got it done in overtime against Bolin. It'll be interesting to see where they line up uh, in the bracket, NCAA's, whether um, they're the what seeds they end up with, depending on how Big Twelves and Big Tens shake out. But man, he finally got it done, won that ACC title, so that that was pretty awesome at one eighty four. And then uh, I love Latona and Camacho one, at 125. Their duel, their duel against each other with Latona winning in the last couple seconds was so crazy. And then they had a pretty epic scramble in this match as well. Um, both those guys, man, I can see either one of those opposite of Spencer Lee. Now Spencer Lee is Spencer Lee. But yeah, I can see I, either either look, one of those see guys. I in the, the country
1: even touching Spencer Lee. Okay, they can't even yeah. hold his knee brace. Um,
0: no, no. It's crazy, I mean, man,
1: that guy. he's on different levels. But it was awesome to see Latona really – he solidified that win against Camacho. Um, everyone, A lot of people thought it was a fluke that first time in their duel. I think Camacho, if they wrestle again, I think Camacho wins it. Um, I think he brings it. I think they can piece it together. Like you said, you know, Coach Pop is – Uh, he, he's going to get him ready for, for nationals. They got a little while to, to prepare. Um that's just gonna be my pick. Is that, that Camacho beats him next time? I I know I may be a homer because because I do like Camacho, but uh, I just see that happening. But then I gotta say, you know, you, you sent me a text. Uh, you sent me a text during during the next finals match. Uh, Austin O'Connor pulls it out, starts off slow. Oh
0: gosh, man, I'm starts so I want to personally. A... Out.
1: You wanted to throw that in my face and look, I'm still I, picking him. I, He's gonna win national title. Yeah,
0: I got to personally apologize to Virginia Tech, Tony Roby, and Bryce Andonian. I probably jinxed you because as soon as Bryce Andonian threw Austin O'Connor to his back, I messaged you right away and I was like, "Oh, how about your boy Austin O'Connor down 6 nothing." And then all of a sudden it was 6-4 and then all of a sudden it was 8-6 and 10-8 t- or whatever and I was like, "Dang it, I jinxed him, man. <laughs> it's all on the Cornrows." No. Okay? But I mean It's
1: all on the Cornrows. Forget him I, 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 yeah Austin he, I mean O'Connor's he' looks great. bringing out the cornrow power
0: I mean can we start um Austin O'Connor down 60 in every match <laughs> I mean he, he he's he's super exciting when he has to go get it the problem is, is he has such great defenses he doesn't have to go get it most of the time and that I'm not saying that as like an Austin O'Connor hater I like Austin O'Connor I think he's a great great guy a great wrestler um in the thick of things for a national title this year um I just man I I just kind of wish you would open up more sometimes and then I just wanted to kind of I know you're a big Austin O'Connor guy so as soon as I saw him down in 6-0 I had to had to say something (laughs) um and I know I know Virginia Tech is not a North Carolina school but I'm a I'm a pretty big fan of their program I I maybe a a closet fan I, I don't promote it as much but um, I like the things that Tony Roby's been doing, man. They kind of put – he was in a hard situation as far as like Dresser left like right at the end of the year um, before instead of Lays, and then he took over. But Roby, Roby's been doing amazing big things there. Um, Jared Freyer too. Um, they got Cody Brewer there now, and their, their program looks great. Like I said, it's, I know it's not a North Carolina program, but I like Virginia Tech. I like what Latona's doing, which, by the way, I'll take Latona over Camacho. It seems to be um, the theme. It's the third time he's beaten them. So next time they match up, I'll still take Latona. Even though I like I like Camacho a lot, I really think they could be two, three in the country. I think they're that good. Uh, just depends on who's on the away from, like you said, away from Spencer Lee. Um, but and then I, I really like Andonian. That dude might be the most entertaining guy in um, all of college wrestling. He just he just goes for it every time. If there is. He he's the definition of all gas, no brakes. Like just just yep. go. So he's pretty cool, but also kind of looked great. As soon as he went down six zero, like he opened up a lot, it looked great. He's right in the thick of things for a national title. I think I put myself out there a couple episodes ago and said I would probably take Sammy Sasso over him. I just think Sasso is a little a little better. Um, but hey, Austin O'Connor prove me, prove me wrong and bring a national title back to North Carolina. I'd be stoked for that as well. But yeah, we shared a
1: we shared. Coleman Scott needs uh, a national
0: champ for sure. He yeah, he's I mean, the man.
1: O'Connor and I shared a little bit of a DM DM exchange, and you know I told him, man, prove me right. You know I picked you on the podcast. Prove me right, and uh, you know I'm excited to see what he does. But let's move on a little bit from from ACCs because, like you said, you know the the big guys up at Flow, um, they're probably going to cover ACC a lot, especially with the the success, um. That our programs are having, but I want to move into a little closer to home. Um, you're going to be a little bit of a a, a homer. I'm gonna go ahead and call that here um, as a former alum. But I want to move into SoCon. Uh, what an awesome tournament, man! It, Dude, I that tournament fire. of fire.
0: If yeah, if 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 you missed the SoCon tournament, you missed out. That team race was. was ridiculous it literally came down to the last match like the last matches it, it came down to the 74 whether Campbell and and app was gonna take it um man it was awesome and the thing is is Campbell and app North Carolina programs Buies Creek Boone North Carolina right here they are duking it out going going tit for tat in the um in the SoCon tournament and it was it was great just to see two North Carolina schools going at it and Man, I think we should just go. Let's go weight by weight. Let's let's just kind of talk about each weight going up. Um, so one twenty five, Cody. Russell. I do
1: want to give a, a quick shout out, um, Campbell Wrestling, um, Coach Sintes. I, I hope I pronounce that right. Uh, wins wins Coach of the Year. Not only not only wins the team title, but uh, but wins Coach of the Year. You know, he's he. We talked about kind of had it, having it rough for Roby up at uh at Virginia Tech. You know, Carrie Colat up and leaves Campbell and heads up to Navy. And um, Tenta steps in and, you know, he's doing great things, he, obviously. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean,
0: from everything I'm hearing, man, the, the kids love him. Like, they begged him to stay. Um, and I, you can see why. He's a great coach, man. I remember – um, he's about my age, so I remember watching him uh, at Super 32. He's this long, lanky kid, just destroying people. And I was like, eh, I don't think I really want to wrestle this guy. Um, but he's doing he's doing great things. Florida guy, so he's a Southeast guy too. Um, so it's good to see things. And I really like their assistant coach Daryl Thomas. Um, and there's and shout out to them too for their social media game. Can, the can, Go Camels wrestle on Instagram. Um, they do a really good job they did this like a uh, video a couple days ago where it was like inside a d1 individual workout with coach thomas and that was like a plus content like that was really cool to kind of just get a little peek into the room um so coach tom I, everything i hear about him i just amazing things i hear he's a really really good recruiter too um so campbell Wrestling's here to stay it's not going anywhere and that's the thing i'm excited about the most is i feel like Campbell and App—they—they they built themselves into what they are, and nothing's changing anytime soon. So we're going to keep getting this, and in nor- in a normal year, we're going to ha- even have more qualifiers out of them than I think we did, um, because those both those programs didn't really get a whole lot of opportunities at Midlands or Scuffle or CkLv or um, out of conference duels to kind of earn those allocations because of the way the allocations worked this year. But you're right, man. Shout out to them. Uh, come back doing a back-to-back-to-back SOCON titles there. So, great job to Campbell. and um, So, starting off at 125, Cody Russell over over Storm for Campbell. Uh, Russell, I mean, he just looked like the best guy in the way all year long um, in every duel as far as the SOCON goes. And he proved it this weekend. He didn't really have a close match. The Storm match was kind of close. His finals match was kind of close. Um, up until like midway through the second. Then like you could tell he kind of just opened it up and his leg attacks started becoming a little easier. Finishes finished his, became a little easier. He looked great. And he's someone um, that I think is is trouble in the national scene. Like it, it, AA-wise, 125 is kind of wide open, kind of what we were talking about after Spencer Lee. Now, there's kind of a tier after that that's kind of like the two through six range or whatever, but the like six to eight range – Man, I would not be shocked to see Cody Russell sneak himself up there. He's got a great style down at 125. He he rides well. He uh, gets out from bottom. So, uh, like I said a
1: few episodes ago, I think Russell, uh, I, I think he he aas this year. I think he he makes a jump. He gets up on podium this year. Um, I do want to say that man, that match between him and Storm was an awesome match. Storm, yeah. that dude is quick. Yeah, he dude. Quick yeah, I like he, I like his he style. Has some offense, man. But Russell's just so slick, like he's mm-hmm. just so smooth. He controls matches. Um, Storm, uh, he put himself in trouble. He started trying to go for big things. You know, he tried to hit that standing Gramby, and and Russell just showed. You know, he's a a savvy veteran. You know, and just waited for him to to roll through. Kind of sat there and caught him on his back and got those big points. And then just yeah, you
0: the, could tell Russell knew that was coming. Him.
1: He he felt
0: that a little bit earlier in the match yeah he he knew he knew exactly what he was good what he was going to do the next time so great, it was a great match and then 133 man this was this was the way I was waiting to see what was going to happen the most probably because i felt like there was like three guys that could win it none of them had like stellar seasons kind of like russell was kind of like ahead of the pack and then uh that is from utc at 125 kind of ahead of the pack a little bit um, and then Storm ended up upsetting him. But um 133 was more of a kind of a uh, open, like, who's going to win this one? And uh, I said in my article for The Grind that I wrote that uh, in order to qualify for NCAAs, any, any of those guys were going to have to win it. And I was specifically talking about Carter, um, Sean Carter. I was like, if he wants to qualify to, for NCAAs, he's going to have to win this weight um, just because he didn't have the season to get that at-large bid, and man, he looked great. Put he it together. Looked, yes, man, he looked great. That's the That's the guy I kind of was thinking we were going to see all year long. Now, he did move up from 125s, and there is an adjustment period when you switch weights sometimes, so maybe he just kind of was adjusting to the weight and stuff, but man, he looked really good and, and got apps uh, a, second, a second champ of the night, I guess third because uh, Mildner went first, but um, but weight order wise, they won their second weight in a row. They were looking good. They were on fire with that. Uh, what are your thoughts on Carter?
1: He was slick, man. But just like I said with Russell, you know, it was awesome. He put it together. Um, I, you know, I I saw this on Twitter. Um, I forgot who posted it. I know that I know we retweeted it, but John Mark Bentley is such a great developmental coach. Yeah,
0: I think he it was, was uh, Josh Rusa who said that.
1: It was. It was. That's exactly what it was. And I want to get, I want to give him credit, give him a shout out because it's it's spot on. John Mark Bentley is pushing out hammers up there. And, you know, and you can tell these kids want to wrestle there, they and you know, App State used to be this program that that North Carolina it was a big program like, you know, as everyone's kind of like you know, everyone loved App State, especially if you're up in the mountains. You know, John Mark Bentley's a local legend. Um, I mean, of course, he's a legend in the whole state, but, you know, we kind of claim him up here in the mountains. Um, but he is pushing out hammers, and he is making these kids come from, you know, come in as freshmen. Like, if I was a high school kid right now, it'd be tough for me. If, you know, if, if, if you're a Division One high school kid in the state of North Carolina, I get why you're picking App State right now because yeah. he's bringing guys in that are freshmen that may be struggling that have talent and Jamar Bentley sees that talent man him and him and his staff are recruiting great but not only are they recruiting great but they're bringing kids in and helping them find success all the way through their career you know you guys that you've got Cody Russell you know bond um, you know Flitz had a tough weekend but I hope to see him at the at Nationals Um I, I think he'll get at large there um i'm not sure i hope he gets there i really like watching that guy but you know man, app state is is bringing it up and you got to give it to john mark bentley he's been there you know for for years now and, and he's really building that program into an awesome marquee program um you yeah know, man you it, it really is like carter
0: yeah Car- carter is a great example like of that development he's had. And um, Josh Russo was talking about one of the guys later that we're talking about, Cody Bond, and man, and he, he recruits North Carolina really well um, getting Landon Ford and Tristan Norris and Joe Zvotsky and uh, Riley Edwards.
1: Heath Gagnier from Northern Northern Guilford um, is on that roster up there. He, he, we wrestled against him in the um, state finals last year. He's a great kid. Um, North Carolina kid, you know, he, like you said, he's bringing North Carolina kids up there.
0: 100%. And then he's getting kids like Carter, who's a New York kid, and Bond, who's a Georgia kid. And, man, it's looking good. And, and Campbell's doing really well, getting some of the best guys in there. They got a couple guys from Alaska, which is crazy. Um, that, yeah. I'm going to talk about that guy later. Um, but so so Carter looked great. We'll see where he's seated. Now, that's, that's gonna, I said this to somebody the other day. I was like, it's going to be really interesting to see where our SoCon guys, Campbell and App, are are seated just because they haven't had the opportunities to knock off some of those top-ranked guys so i i wonder where we're going to get seated and um that's I, you know how it is like it's a seat. Co- coaches and wrestlers will just say seed's just a number and they're right but seed also determines your path which some paths can suck and some paths can be good so right you know Definitely. like i'll be interested to see where some of these guys are seated at Um, But then 141, another North Carolina kid. And this was a Campbell app head-to-head matchup. Again, there was five of these in the finals. It almost was like a dual meet. I mean, half the weights were Campbell app. So um, I want to talk about uh, Anthony Brito. He won a state title as a junior at uh, Heritage High, North Carolina, 4A. And then I'm pretty sure he was injured the next year. He he wasn't um, wasn't competing there, but ends up at app. Man, the kid was on the bench last year, but he beat to the the both finalists at 141 and then he steps in the lineup this year and has been like looking the part. He looks great this weekend. Yeah, um,
1: upset against my my boy Majet from uh from Gardner Webb. You know, I I did not see that one coming and uh beat him 3-2 I believe in overtime. And uh you know, th- that bracket was insane though. That bracket. Yeah, that was like a good bracket.
0: Yeah, I I liked, uh, I like the UTC kid as well um Valdez, Valdez, I think is how you say it. Um, yeah. But he he lost to Hannah from Campbell. Who? Shout out to that guy. That guy, dude. Um, that guy is was that o- crap. That dude is like no. That he looked great. Yeah, he looked great. He and, did you know he's a he's an old Dominion guy too? So he was at Old Dominion when they cut their program. Disgusting, Old Dominion that the way they uh i that's another 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 topic for another day but another day another topic yeah but that's that's a whole other thing but old dominion cut that program and so hannah followed coach thomas from odu to campbell and man he looks great in the uh, the whole tournament i really liked him i'm not sure if he put the season together getting at large it kind of depends on like what happens at big 12s and um, big 10s so um but brito looked great man um I'm excited. I'm excited for him. Um, it's really, really hardworking, looking kid. Uh, you could tell though in the final or uh, in the semi um, with with your with your Gardner Webb guy, uh, Majet, that Majet did not want to take it to the double OT. He knew if he was had to go underneath, it was trouble. Because yep. Verto's tough on top, so that he yep. knew, man. Um, uh, and Brito's great too with that short offense stuff. Like once he gets in that front headlock, he's quick to the corner. Um, so 141 was a fun, was a fun weight at SoCons. So at 125, 33, 41, beating Campbell in two of those. Uh, and then uh 149. To me, this was the marquee match of SoCons, which I get it. They had to do this one first because they had the true second thing. Um, Kyle had to wrestle after he lost to Milner, um, for that true second because the NCAA spot. But it's to me, I was a little bummed that they were the first match out and this was the marquee match of the SOCON tournament, in my opinion. Um,
1: definitely Kyle versus Milner, right? Guys. Yeah, two national yes. guys going at it first round, man. What a match, dude. Milner, um. He came to go, but that guy is tough on top. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: He I remember.
1: tough. I think, man, Milner broke Kyle in that second period to me. Like, that's what it looked like. Body language changed. He was tough on top. Big Matt returns. I mean, he controlled that whole period, and it, it was impressive. I think that's what won him that match. Boy, yeah, I that ride out was broke was massive,
0: massive, and I knew it. I knew he was gonna be tough. He's he was tough on top in high school too. I remember him just balling people up at at the state tournament, and I remember watching him. Like I can't remember if it was Holy Angels or one of the other tournaments, um, but he just was a monster on top. I was like, man, this guy's length, plus the way he gets the legs, plus how tough he's on top, he's gonna be problems at the next level. And now we're at the point where. He beat Heil, which, I, like I said, this was the marquee matchup. Uh, I knew Heil, Definitely. Heil was really good on his feet. I mean, he's good on bottom, too. It's not like he's bad on bottom. He's a good good guy on bottom, good on top, Um, nationally ranked guy as well. And Milner did what he does, man, and he is super, super tough on top. He's going to control your wrist. He's going to tilt you up. He's going to ball you up. And I'm telling you right now, he is a guy – That if you are a high seed from anywhere—Big Ten, ACC, Big Twelve—you don't want to draw him at the NCAA tournament. He is a bad draw for somebody, and he's with, like I said, with his length and the way he gets the legs, and then once he gets on top, they don't want, they don't, they don't want him, man. That's going to be some problems for some guys. He's going to make a deep run. Um, I don't know. He reminds me—he
1: reminds me of Austin Trotman.
0: See, I, th- I think they're two different guys. Like Trotman, more explosive. Like, um, gonna beat you a lot on your feet. I feel like Milner is gonna like hit that inside reach single, use his length really well to defend, and then he is just a leech on top.
1: Yeah. So, he is. But um, where I think they are gonna have comparisons that, uh, I think Milner, AAs.
0: Yeah, I, th- I mean, I, I'm, I'm there.
1: I want, I want it
0: to happen really bad. One the difference between Russell at twenty five and Milner at forty one is or forty nine is that forty nine is a lot deeper, so it's gonna be a dog fight. But that's definitely a guy like I think the, with the that, right
1: draw, he I think he aas.
0: Yeah, that's right that's gonna be right the key. Is, path,
1: I think I think he aas.
0: Where is he gonna be seated? Where uh, I, I think he's going to be seated fairly high so we'll see what happens going forward with that but like i said he's problems like i think i could see him giving also connor fits i, I could see him giving um I, I could see him giving a bunch of guys like that i, I could see him giving um some of those big 10 guys uh, i guess i could see him giving like a boo boo uh Llewellyn a fit so um, Milner's gonna be right in that conversation. I'm excited for him. And that's the thing too, is like you were saying about the development of the program is like he was a one time state champ in yep. North Carolina in North Carolina. And here he is, one of these top guys in the country. So, so there and then let's not gloss over Heil either. That guy, automatic bid um to NCAA's, he's he's there. That guy is tough as well. Like he he's yep. gonna be right in the thick of things. He had a wild match with the aforementioned Bryce Sandonian earlier, so that could uh, that could definitely be two guys that we really watch. So, um, dude, this one fifty seven match, I te- I texted you and Frank after, and I was like, oh my gosh, this was wild. Um, it was
1: it was a wild Cody indie, man. Bond man that man. He came to go. I saw. He's built different. That dude, that dude wrestled like a magician in that in that overtime period, man.
0: Oh, it was crazy. I mean, he had he was doing some crazy stuff all the whole time all weekend and our all Sunday and I was super impressed with him on top. Uh I knew he was tough in every position. I watched him a bunch this year obviously, but man, he is a he is really good on top too and he proved it by getting that turn
1: in double OT. Yeah. I I to I give thought it, it was pretty it nuts. Him, man. It, yeah, in double OT. You know, most guys they get on top. You know, you get you get second choice, and that most guys' goal is just to ride out on top. He went for it, man. He said, "Nope, I'm gonna go ahead and build my lead." And then, heck, that second that second over or the whenever he chose bottom, he came up, got out, and was looking for another takedown. You know? Yeah, I mean, he I was, know, right? He was going. I really think he was trying to get major points there, trying to help out his team. You know, that team race was tight at that point. But, man, just, most people get into overtime and they say, all right, what's the bare minimum I can do here? Pull out this win. Get out of here. You know, regroup. Come back another day. Russell better. Man, he came out and said, nope, I'm putting points on the board and I am solidifying this SoCon championship right here. Like, bond is here.
0: No, uh, that yeah, it was it was awesome, man, and and Betts, Barton's tough. I think Barton gets an at large. At least I'm hopeful. I think he deserves one. We'll see what happens. I have not um, checked to see who else needs one at 57, but um, Barton's really tough for Campbell, and that that was probably my favorite finals match just because there was high action there, and then just I mean you don't see turns in double OT most of the time. It's you know you're ride out, and then. Um, and then whether it's – now we're going to ride, who rides each other longer, which that's a whole nother topic for the, the day. I don't really care for the folk style overtime rules. But um, but that was awesome to see a turn and somebody go for it like that. That's that's guts. Now, oh, yeah. 165 was the fi- – the, what I thought was going to be the final ended up being the third, fourth place match with Mosley and uh, Fermato. Um, yep. I thought they were the best two guys the weight, And then uh, Castro – Castro and uh, Nicholson from UTC end up wrestling the final, uh, and Fermato and Mosley kind of uh, meet for third after being upset in the semis. So, but I think though M- Mosley and um, Mosley and Fermato have a strong case, especially Fermato for the uh, an at large bid. They're both in the coaches' rank. Um, for Mato being pretty high in the coach's rank, he was like 16 the last one, and he has a win over ACC champ Bullard. Um, his only loss is to NCAA qualifier Castro and NCAA qualifier um, Jake Keating. So he's a guy that kind of is like, okay, he should get an at large bid. So hopefully, we see that. And Mosley's kind of similar. Um, the loss to Nicholson kind of hurts his case a little bit, but he's kind of – he was like 21 or something like that in the coach's rank, I think. Um, So, hopefully we see both those North Carolina kids get in. And let's, let's – you you were talking about earlier with Gardner-Webb. Gardner-Webb came to wrestle, man. They looked great. Daniel they Elliott did.
1: had those boys firing. It was awesome. They did. work work like a dog. They came to wrestle. Um, You know, and I, I think that's – I think we're going to keep on seeing that. I think that they are the – they're the next, next in line. Um, I think they're about to separate themselves for a while. It was Chattanooga that ran, ran the SoCon right now, you know, it's Campbell and App, but I think Arden webbs creeping up. You know, I think Arden webbs they're, they're really putting together the right pieces down there. Um, and I'm excited to see their future with Daniel Elliott up there. Um, you know, me, great me too, guy, man. great program. I would
0: love to see UTC keep building. Um, Carl Rochelle is doing good things there. And Garner Webb keep building, kind of have this like four-team race instead of just being at an Campbell and all all four guy all four teams just kind of going after it would be would be awesome. But they they looked great, man. We were texting about that. That Garner Webb really looked looked good. They were they were all up and down the lineup, their guys just were wrestling through everything. Um, really tough in every position and just they're scraping out some of the ones they weren't supposed to. So um so 174 this was kind of so the way the order went they went 149 184 285 because the two second places and then they went 125 up so 174 ended up being like the key match the team race flitz versus murphy whoever won then that was probably gonna lock up the team race now if flitz would have won that um Cobra from campbell was still to go and he but he would have had to get bonus for Campbell to win. So this was the match, and the last match in the duel, Flit. It was close. It was five four. Flitz was in a bunch. Murphy countered and would score off Flitz's shot or just uh, or just stuff it. So um, I my my kind of m- match key for this one was like Flitz has got to finish, and it kind of got out of hand pretty fast because Flitz went in, um, for a shot kind of got a little off balance and. Got pancaked straight to his back, and an yeah. automatic. So he did a good job fighting off. But Murphy, man, that was slick by Murphy to be able to to pancake him right there and get him off balance. You don't you don't see that too often in college anymore.
1: And oh no, he um, down blocked and just and and threw it. You know, he he saw it and went for it.
0: Yeah, And, he, um, and that's tough.
1: That's tough for Flitz. You know, like I said, I like Flitz. Murphy looked great the whole tournament. Um, you know, I like watching Flitz wrestle. But that. Murphy's a tough guy to go down 6-0 from and, and have to mm-hmm. come back, you know. I mean, I, I think Flitz is a great wrestler, and, you know, I, I hope that he gets an at-large and hope he makes it to, to Nationals, and I hope we see him in St. Louis because, you know, I think he can make make a run maybe at the – at maybe All-American. I think he's in that in that level that he's got to put together a perfect weekend and have great seeds for it. Um, yeah. But – Murphy's just a tough guy to go 6-0 down to, you know that's just Dude tough... that
0: he's been to me so I knew coming into the year a little bit about um their 84 pounder Caleb Hopkins and I knew uh, I knew about Heil. I think everybody did but this this guy I didn't know too much about him until he beat Flitz the the first time um and this he is tough dude and he's he's another guy I was telling him about how Milner is going to be problems for people man 74 is kind of wide open a little bit um, at the back half of it, like that eighth to round of 16 range. And Murphy's going to be issues. Like he's going to be, I think, I mean, me personally, I would take him over Bullard uh, from NC State and all the, I would take Murphy over all the NC State guys right now, uh, or all the um, ACC guys, excuse me. And NC that State's
1: guy... room is just so loaded that we just have to, we also yeah. have to consider their backups. Okay, that's true. True, <laughs> uh,
0: but I think Mur- Murphy's going to be a guy that people don't want to see. Uh, he's yeah, he's really really tough, um, especially uh, he's really good when people are on his legs too. So, uh, he's he's been a nice surprise for Campbell this year. SoCon champ, obviously, and I, like you said, I think I, I think Flitz is a is a, a at large consideration. I mean, he has losses to Murphy. Um, and, and that's it. Uh, I think maybe he took a loss at their, uh, at one of the uh, duels in the beginning, maybe. Oh, he, yeah, he lost to Faison from NC State, who um, he's a North Carolina kid, too, from Union Ponds, won a state title. So right. he lost to Faison right after he beat Bullard. So he does have the Faison loss, um, which, hey, that kind of goes to what you're saying. 174 at NC State is deep. I mean, they got um, Alex Faison beating... Uh, one of the guys who's ranked in the top 20 in the country. So it's <laughs> it that, that we we're kind of joking, but it's kind of true. Um, but Flitz's losses, pretty good losses. He has the win over ACC champ Bullard. Um, so he, I feel like he's got a strong case for an at large, him and Formato both. Like, if you were to ask anybody who the best two wrestlers are on Apple state's roster are they probably go with flitz and fermato and maybe milner i would have picked milner at the top um but a lot of people would say flitz fermato and those are the two guys that didn't get the auto qualifiers so i think they're a really strong case for at-large bids which would put app having seven ncaa qualifiers which would be amazing that'd be crazy that'd be awesome for sure and the, uh, the other thing that's cool, too, is, like, you again, talking about John Mark Bentley and the development they have there. Um, Flitz, Piedmont guy, North Carolina guy, no state titles, zero. No state titles to his name. And here he is in that top 20 in the country range. So, I, th- I think we, we see him at NCAAs. We'll see what kind of run he makes. He's going to be a guy that needs a good draw. Um, I, I think Murphy kind of is the guy from the SOCON that's going to be the one that's in the thick of things. But uh, I really want to see Flitz compete at NCAA's. He deserves that opportunity after last year, at, at qualifying and uh, having that canceled. So, um, like you said, like watching him wrestle too. Got a nice little uh, inside reach single there. Definitely. Um, now, 184. This is the guy I think that is uh, my favorite guy from Campbell. Like I, I love this kid. <laughs> His name's Caleb Hopkins. Uh, dude, this kid, he's kind of like a milliner of 184. Lanky. Has good length, um, and he is a beast on top. Like he, we were talking about Hunter Bolin earlier that lost to Trent Hidley, or Hidley, um, that he rode him like the whole third period in their duel that first match of the year. Even though he lost three two, he's super impressive. Now this is this is kind of like the same thing.
1: Either the Hidleys right now though is i mean that's a feat you know that's that's keeping it close and you know those guys are at the top
0: yeah so i i I definitely think like i think hopkins seed too can be pretty high because the big 10 184 they've been just kind of like beating each other the whole time one guy will beat one guy and then lose the other so it's kind of been just a mess so i think hop has got a good chance at a high seed behind like uh, Brooks and Bolin and Hydeley and Dupre uh, from Binghamton, but dude, he is a guy that those guys no one should want to see. He is going to give everyone fits, like they're going to have a hard time for taking sure. him down. And then they sh- yep. uh, they should not pick bottom. Uh, he's going to be tough for that guy. So Campbell's one eight four pounder, Caleb Hopkins, money. I think he I think he's going to be right there in the thick of things to AA. And he's going to surprise a lot of people that haven't been paying attention to him all year long. So uh, when when Melchick uh, doing big things with him and those upper weights, like you said, Coach Sente is doing great things there. So really like that kid. I think he's a problem going forward, not just this year, but in future years too, man.
1: For sure. I mean, he was was solid everywhere. Um, He didn't get too much to his attacks this weekend from what I saw. But, uh, no yeah he needs to get to his tax I think
0: a little bit better to to get to that aA status but he's gonna be tough for people to take down and he's gonna be tough for people to get away which can can take you kind of far if you, you know what you're doing in that bracket so oh for sure um so 197 um, 197 you got Chris Kober, another so it, it was kind of like funny like app won the first five weights and then 65 was um. What sixty five, you know, was a non-app Campbell final, and then here comes Campbell. They win one seventy four. They won one eighty four, and then they win one ninety seven. Chris Cobert, auto qualifier. He's looked great all year since getting back from uh, from injury. I think back to back SoCon titles for him. So uh, I'll be interested. One ninety seven is kind of a mess nationally. So it's uh, we'll see who who where he's Anyone's at in the ball bracket. game there
1: for one ninety seven this year. I yeah. Think.
0: For sure. And and we haven't really gotten to see where he's at outside of the SoCon, which um, SoCon's okay at 197. I I wouldn't say we're great at it right now. Just uh, we'll see going forward, right? So, And then heavyweight, Citadel gets a champ. Citadel gets a champ. Citadel brings
1: one in. Next dog up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Michael McLeavy, he wins the heavyweight title. He looks really good, man. I I was really impressed. He had some
1: impressive shots. Yes, getting to his attack. leg attacks, he looks especially
0: against, um, especially against Tay, man. Tay's a really active heavyweight for Campbell. He gets an auto yeah. bid as well. So there's another qualifier for Campbell. I think they got five auto qualifiers. Um, they might get another at large there. So they'll have five or six qualifiers. Apps should, if Flitz and Promato get their at larges they get seven. But shout out to uh, Ryan LeBlanc there, um, which, um getting a, a champ in his first year as head coach at Citadel, former head associate coach at Appalachian State University. So moving from App over to another SoCon school in Citadel, doing big things. They look, His guys looked good this weekend too. Man, they had Rotunda at 133. They had uh, Ka- uh, Castro at 165. Um, had a couple other guys do really well. And then McCleavy went winning at 285 looked looked great. So funny story about LeBlanc too, is that, uh, he, he is from central, central New York. He's from a small, small little high school, um, Morrisville high school, um, in Morrisville, New York It's uh, Morrisville Eaton high school actually. And, uh, funny thing is, is he went there and that's, that's where my grandma lives. So, uh, I actually heard about him when he was in high school, um, through my, through my grandmother. So. Uh, heard about that. It's, that's where my, my parents went, and they moved to the North Carolina before I was born. And, um, so that, I thought that was pretty cool. He he ended up down here in the south um, r- running the Citadel program, doing a great job there.
1: Oh, yeah. So. I mean, he's doing well. I mean, you can see it. Citadel guys wrestled, wrestled tough. I mean, Citadel's always wrestled tough, but, you know, he's definitely bringing some App State stuff to, with him. But, uh, so, I, you know, Team race is awesome for for SoCon. App State, Campbell, those two are going to be fighting it out for a little while. I'm excited to see what Gardner Webb do does in the future. Um, I think Elliott's really putting pieces together down there, and I think he's going to have a great program. He already has a great program, but I think they're going to keep on finding success. And uh, you know, with LeBlanc down at the Citadel, they're going to be coming in too. So I'm excited for the SoCon and the and the next year is coming up. Uh, can't wait to see what happens. But the next thing I wanted to get into was this NCAA D two Super Region. Um, we had a bunch of North Carolina guys and a bunch of North, and a bunch of Carolina schools in this tournament and found a lot of success.
0: One hundred percent, man! It was awesome to watch the D two regional stuff going through. And um, the the one that we were, we're gonna dive into is that Super Regional two with um, Pembroke and Newberry and Queens, uh, and, um, Mount Olive, man. And we, like you said, we have a lot of North Carolina natives doing really well. We actually have four champs that are from North Carolina. So let's talk about our North Carolina kids and, and them at this tournament. The first, let's just start at the top, man. Three regional super regional titles for Nick Daggett, uh, looked great in doing it. Didn't really get challenged at all. Um, Man, Tatum Central's own three state titles, three super regional titles. We've talked about him last or two episodes ago about how we, we think he's in the thick of things for a national title. Uh, he's
1: another guy, tough on top. I you got it I mean, already. I'm still sticking with him. Daggett wins a national title this year. He are behind beating. you, Daggett. Yep, for this sure. This is a pro-, pro Nick Daggett podcast. <laughs> we,
0: we, we, we are we are we are 100% behind you and got you as our pick for that d two twenty five title so um, but he looks great for UNCP their whole team did uh, and then man this guy we were talking about strong courageous um last episode here here's a couple strong courageous kids for you Austin Neal right wins yep. 133 um, does so from the 4 seed um looks good to do it off,
1: uh... Seliga from from UNCP who yep. you know, he fights back takes third looks great uh but man Neil came to wrestle this weekend he came to go
0: yes man and man this kid's strong stout kid always getting a leg attack man I remember watching him in high school unfortunately um I had a lot of kids just get tore up by him when I was back <laughs> when I was coaching right like he was so good shout out to to coach Cox. I think rich Cox is one of the most underrated coaches in our whole state For sure, does not get enough love. And I think that's because he's really humble, really, uh, really compassionate, nice guy. So, um, he kind of goes under the radar a little bit sometimes, but dude, the, the kids he turns out are top notch. And this Austin Neal's one of them, man. He looks great when he won two state titles in high school for our essential and coach Cox. He, he, uh, he looks great this weekend winning for newberry i'm really excited to see what he looks like at national's man he's he's kind of my sleeper if people aren't ready for him he's gonna give them trouble
1: for sure for sure he's going he i think he with the right seed uh or you know right right bracket layout i think he makes a run at it man um definitely podium
0: yes uh, um, that's what i'm hopeful for too I'm, I, I'm,
1: I' i'm gonna I, pick I'm, neil goes uh goes top three
0: See, I, I, I want to. I don't know as much about the D two landscape. I'm c- catching up as I do about the D one, um, but man, obviously I'm biased. I, I watched Austin Neal in high school. watched him beat up some of the kids I coached. Um, w- watch him this weekend doing really well. Like the kid a lot. He always super nice. So I want I want to pick him to win the whole thing. I'm, that's how biased I am. So, um, but I'll, I'll study up and see see where I got look- him out of
1: my pick. Look. Austin Neal, if you're listening, I'd love to see you win it. That is not a that is not a uh, a knock on you. Um, you know, I, I think he has the tools. You know, I think he does. It's just, you know how it is. You, you got to bring it, and it's putting the right tournament together. Um, you know, and Newberry's obviously doing something right down there to to have the success they've had, and uh, I'm excited to to see what they do, and excited to see him him competing. I yes. think there is a strong chance. The way he wrestled this past weekend, I think there is a strong chance that he does end up on top of the podium.
0: Yeah, man, he's gonna be right in the thick of things. I mean, he's he's a tough kid. Speaking of strong and courageous, RS Central kids with Coach Cox, and uh, for the same school, Newberry. Here comes Caleb Spears, winning 174. Man, that's another kid that I really liked in high school. I, I liked I liked how he wrestled in high school. Again, another kid that beat up. Some of the kids that I coached, but always nice kid, worked hard. Um, coach Cox always talked really highly of him. Oh, yeah. um, some of the some of our guys that that I coached went and worked out with him a little bit. Really liked him as well. Um, just said he was really really poured into him, knowledge wise and stuff. So great here kid. he is. When, he's when a great him,
1: kid, man. He's one of those guys that that it's easy to cheer for him because he's he's such a good person on and off the mat. Um, you know, goes down to, I believe, a Southern Methodist. Um, yep. Goes and wrestles down there and then makes the jump up to Newberry and has, has found success. And, um, you know, I think I think he's another kid. I, I know we keep on saying this. We're not just – I don't want people to, to misunderstand us and think that, you know, every kid who wins, who does decent in this, in this super regional um, is going to go up and win it. But, you know, these kids we've talked about, you know, with Daggett, with – um with neil with with spears these kids can really go and make pushes you know these are north carolina kids that can go and make runs at a title for d2
0: for sure man i i I think Spears' style lends itself to that too he's so good on his feet um
1: oh yeah strong uh, man he kid is strong great offense um and he knows his style and he controls his matches and that yes. i love watching him wrestle because yes he's going he he wants to put points on the board um you know yes he wants to dominate people i mean we look at we look at this this run to a regional title here and it's a 40 you know 42 second um fall and then we've got a 10-4 win in the semis we've got a 10-2 win in the finals you know he he wants to put points on the board and he he wants to do it and and he's doing it you know he's he's doing great um i'm excited to see the tournament that he puts together at nationals and i really think that he could end up on top of that podium
0: yeah i think he places for sure i mean that's i mean i really think he's up there and um so another kid another north carolina kid eastern Alamance. this kid's kind of on the radar a little bit mitch dean uh, he won 165. He's not a kid, honestly. I knew a whole lot about in uh, high school. I mean, I remember seeing his name and seeing him kind of in the thick of things, state title wise. But didn't didn't really uh, expect him to be having the college career he is right now. And he's he's looking great. Another kid that could really push for that AA status. Um, and then so two kids that are qual—they didn't win their bracket. So that was our four chance. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch Dean. Caleb Spears, Austin Neal, and Nick Daggett. Shout out to you guys for winning that D2 Super Regional. And then we had two more qualifiers. We got Bryce Walker, UNCP um, guy, and he's from Ragsdale um, in that Greensboro area. And then uh, Colby Teague for Mount Olive. And we were talking about Mount Olive the last podcast. Colby Teague's a Bandies kid, uh, won a state title a couple of years ago. Um, another kid, like we are talking about, uh, Hopkins UML and Miller.
1: first placer at a Super Regional and first national qualifier. Um, yes. So first off, massive congrats to Coach Willis, Coach Sewell down there at University of Mount Olive. You guys know we're fans. Um, you guys know the podcast, are fans, man. Like, But huge shout-out to Colby Teague. wrestled a great tournament, um, you know, and I followed him when he was a Bandies. I've always loved to follow the Bandies program. Um, growing up, I, I grew up in Charlotte, and I wrestled with the Bandies program, you know, with the Macintosh brothers there. Um, you know, Byron Sigmund, Ronnie Sigmund, uh, you know, Darren Burns grew up around that program. So I've always loved seeing the bandies guys come out, but man, Teague has that bandy style. He He's a, he's a scrapper, man. I love watching it.
0: Yeah. He's, he's good, man. I think he's, he's the kind of guy like, um, a version of kind of the Milner-ish, like t- really tough on top when he gets legs in. Um, so he, he's get, he's gonna be an interesting thing at Nationals. He might not um, be at that level yet, but man, they're still building, and he, he's still got a ways to go. He's he's gonna be in the program for a little while. So yeah, I mean, but, um, but
1: he's there. He's there. Umo in their first year has put somebody through to the to the national tournament. I think people uh, think people kind of overlook that a little bit. How tough that is to do. Yeah, um, for sure. It's tough to bring kids in and, and find success quick, and, you know, they're doing it. Um, you know, I, th- I think I think that shows – I think whenever we look at the, the landscape of the season that, that UMO had, um, they struggled a little bit in the beginning, and then as it kind of started wrapping up, they started finding those wins. And then, you know, of course they uh, – the rest of the team struggled a little bit um, going into this tournament. But young team, young program – but even just to send one uh, your first year that, that that's great progress that you know I, I think we need to really give props out to, to Coach Willis and, and Coach Sewell in that program down there. Um, I'm excited to see what's coming. For sure, man. Now I want the one last thing I want to talk about is that 133 bracket
0: at uh, at the super regional. Right, we talked about Austin Neal winning it. But just we, we had a bunch of North. This was like the North Carolina bracket for me. For sure. So we had Austin Neal obviously wins it. Um, and then in those Conce, uh finals, he got fourth is Noah Gilbert. He's the East Burke kid. He was a state runner up. Um, that kid, he's a hammer on top. He's really tough. Wrestling for Rob Tate at Queens. Um, so he got fourth. And then in the concy semis on the other side, um, was Riley Billings, who was a Wes Wilkes kid. Uh, Riley won two state titles. Man, if, if y'all never saw the Riley Billings, Ethan Oakley um, state tournament final, y'all need to find it somewhere. That was f- super sick match. Oh, came trash. down. Yeah, it was a last second. It, it was nuts. Both guys undefeated. But so Riley Billings and, and Gilbert actually matched up in the quarters. Yeah, and Gilbert had, won that uh, one yeah. 5 4.
1: Yeah, we had Billings and also we had uh, Hayden Waddell. Um, yeah, so we on that backside.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. So Waddell lost in the quarters to um, Fielding from Belmont Abbey, um, but who ended up making the finals. Um, so he lost to the finals, then he lost to Billings. So losing we'll to, to two top guys there. So, I mean, we had a couple North Carolina matchups there with like Billings and Waddell. Gilbert and uh, uh, Gilbert and Billings, so I mean it was cool to see some of these North Carolina kids. I mean Austin Neal is a two-time state champ, Waddell three-time Gilbert state runner-up, Riley Billings a two-time champ. So just to see our North Carolina guys all in the same bracket kind of geeks me out a little bit. But shout out to all those guys. It was was good, good weight. Um, Each guy seemed to really do well. I'm excited for the future for all them. So um, just building, man, just building our North Carolina kids doing doing big things on. The D2 level.
1: So, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I I know we talked about last college episode that we had. Um, Kevin Saravia, I want to say, Laney guy. um, I had a DM that he is on that. He's in that program. He's in that room. um, And so he had a red shirt from from the transfer. Um, He he ended up red shirting this year. Um, He ended up not competing. He's in the room practicing. And and, uh, everything that I'm hearing is, awesome teammate and you know that's gonna be another north carolina guy next year breaking in there you know around that 125 that 133 range that you know north carolina is pushing out kids you know college oh for note. sure um, for mount Mal- i to have him a-
0: at 25 and waddell at 33 i think that's gonna be a good back-to-back like combo right there for them uh really big really big fans of both those guys so well that was our recap of SOCONs, a quick one of ACC's and our D2 guys. Congratulations to all of our North Carolina college guys and North Carolina native guys that qualify for nationals um, heading into the future. Thanks for-, Thanks for listening to Carolina Takedown Talk with Ryan Mitchell and Rhett Hoy, presented by Carolina's Matt News.